I am so glad that you are joining Cindy LeFevre Yorks for this episode of His GPS for Your SOS. We pray these encouraging words will enrich and bless your day. Abdicating Your Monarchy, Part 3 Goodbye Shackles, Hello Freedom and the Law Most people in the world run their lives in an autocratic fashion. Their autocracy consists of a personal government, run by themselves and for themselves. They exercise absolute power over their decisions and, as we read in Judges 21:25, do what's right in their own eyes. In a culture that encourages everyone to indulge every whim, whether they are in their preschool years or well into adulthood, exercising rule or control over all they do appears to be the right thing. These individuals find themselves in their own truth and may forge a path that runs contrary to what is best for those they love, society, and even themselves. But most of you who are listening to this podcast now are more discerning than that. You already know that every idea or notion that pops into your head is not rooted in brilliance. It may, in fact, be rooted in disaster. In fact, the way of a fool is right in his own eyes only. The prophet Isaiah did not believe any man was shrewd in his own sight. Proverbs 3.7 offers a better blueprint for living. There, in chapter 3, verse 7, we are cautioned not to be wise in our own eyes, but rather to fear the Lord and turn away from evil. Then and now, this is far from a popular topic in our anything-goes society. Yet it's never been more needed. We watch as people dig in their heels, indulging every desire, and pushing against the boundaries of what even society will tolerate to flaunt their agenda. Rare is the man who follows a godly model of living. The prophet Jeremiah saw it way back when, in his day, and described people who did not obey or incline their ear, but walked in the stubbornness of their evil. It's easy at first to dismiss this kind of lifestyle because most people like to believe that it doesn't really impact anyone else if someone simply does their own thing. But the problem is that what looks right to one man may not jive with what looks right to another. Extreme examples of this kind of flawed logic include Adolf Hitler, Joseph Stalin, and David Koresh. Yet even a decision as benign as including a box of kitty litter as a bathroom alternative for a student believing their species was misassigned still has an impact on impressionable minds of their contemporaries. That's why discerning Christ followers Embrace the wisdom of placing and keeping God on the throne. He alone is omnipotent, meaning he knows and sees all. The one who created you can be trusted with the rest of your life and the next minute of it too. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you and not to harm you. Plans to give you a hope and a future. And that's from Jeremiah twenty nine eleven. When we trust God with our life, decade by decade, day by day, and even moment by moment, We sit under His authority. We stand in obedience to all He says for us to do to the best of our ability. For some people, that sounds like they must live in shackles to someone who is strict and yielding. Instead, an inimitable framework of liberty is ripe for the taking. When Jesus Himself said in John 8, 31-32, that if we abide in His word, we will know the truth and the truth will set us free, He meant exactly that. People who do what they want as it runs contrary to God's law are slaves to sin. 
It may be hard to wrap your head around a free life in obedience to God, but that's the life that Jesus intended for us when he spoke about the life of abundance. Are you living in freedom? Or is your crown toppling as you make one awful autocratic choice after another? Join me in shaking off the shackles of indulgence as we pursue a life of freedom under the loving law of the Lord, the Father who really knows best. I'd like now to read an excerpt from The Vault Door. It's the third book in my Devotion Door trilogy, and this entry is entitled Precious Scents, the Sweet Fragrance of Christians. When I visited Rwanda on a mission trip years ago, one of the first adjustments I had to make in my attitude was toward the natural aroma emanating from the villagers, who had little access to water. Bathing was more of a weekly rather than daily ritual for them. Because the culture is one where deep triple hugs are the order of the day, my colleagues and I took to placing essential oils under our noses early in the trip. This would combat the odor, a blend of wood smoke and natural earthy body odor that we were unaccustomed to smelling back in America. However, as the week stretched on and the inner beauty of the villagers became more evident, we became accustomed to their scent. Even as I write this, my mind travels back to those times, and though it sounds crazy, I remember the smell of the people with a wistful fondness. When I think about the sweet inner fragrance of the Rwandan Christians and contrast it with the commercial fragrance, Unbreakable Bond, created by Khloe Kardashian and Lamar Odom back in 2011, it gives me pause. The couple has since filed for divorce. Apparently the fragrance outlasted the relationship, which in itself had gone rancid. Our fragrance lingers too, wherever we go, long after the impact of our words. We can lecture our kids until we are blue in the face about telling the truth, but if they hear us lying to a friend and saying we're busy when we're not, is our fragrance sweet or is it wildly decomposed? But when we heed the leadings of our wonderful counselor as we make that caring phone call, send that special card, or give that warm hug, we emanate a scent that is highly pleasing to God and educational to all who witness it. Our fragrance, like those we spray onto ourselves, requires more than a one-time spritz. Back in my reporting days, I wrote an article about fragrance layering. The premise was that you would use a scented cleanser, followed by an application of a scented lotion, and finish with three spritzes of cologne. By implementing that carefully curated trifecta, you supposedly could walk around for most of the day, assured of smelling great. Christians can do the same. We can cleanse ourselves daily by confessing our sins to God. We can apply lotion, accepting the layer of the armor of God that He puts on us, and that protects us against any opposition that may come between us and God's plans and purposes. Finally, we can spray on the sweet aroma of Jesus, receiving His love and passing it on as we behave as He would in every situation we face throughout the day. By keeping up on our fragrance layering, People will begin to notice and wonder what we are wearing and may even want to secure it for themselves. What greater legacy can we leave behind than helping to bring others into the fragrant fold? And the keys to kingdom living are embrace the daily practice of layering the sweet fragrance of Jesus so others will be attracted to his love and amazing grace. And the doorpost is for to God, we are the fragrance of Christ among those who are being saved and among those who are perishing. 2 Corinthians 2.15 Thank you for joining us today for this episode of His GPS for your SOS. 
Cindy also posts encouragement daily on Instagram. Her blogs can be found on her website, cindyyorks.com. Her entire Door Devotion trilogy is now available on Amazon.